today on Laura Lynn and Friends. And the other implication of this is this is so criminal that it is unbelievable. I mean, these shots must be stopped immediately. And I know we issued, the World Council for Health issued a cease and desist notice in December 2021. And there was plenty of reasons for it. But now it is right off the deep end um, of, of fraud and assault to stick a needle of this stuff into anybody. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to the beginning of the last days. My name is Laurel and Tyler Thompson, and it has been <clears throat> quite a week. And uh, I'm sure that there's, uh, you know, a couple of, of thoughts that we've all had about the importance of life, peace, security, and joy. Um, and how do we get those things in the middle of such tumultuous times? Uh, not only in the last few, you know, two, three years have we been dealing with, you know, a world medical crisis, a health crisis, um, for not obvious reasons, actually. Um, but, but now uh, we've got the world sort of em embroiled in potential war, and we're all trying to get a little bit of peace in the middle of all of this. And I hope that you find that peace with your soul and with your God. And uh, my God is uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, I love to read from my dad's Bible. And he has left me this beautiful, beautiful heirloom. And I stole it real fast after he passed away so that my brother couldn't get his hands on it. And come to realize that I saw my dad reading his Bible thousands of times. And uh, he would mark it, you know, I'd see. But I never, ever picked up his Bible. That was his personal space. I never picked up that Bible to see what was he really doing with this? What, what was all of the things that, that he thought were important that he underlined? So now it becomes very critical and significant to me as time goes on. So I opened it up today, random page, Psalms 28. This is what he has underlined. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon. So a voice being that powerful that it actually snaps cedar trees in half. I think that's the word picture that it's trying to present. And that makes me feel good. It makes me understand uh, that God's very powerful. And let me tell you something. It might look like man is in control. It might look like chaos is in control, but it's not. He's got the whole world in his hand. And so we trust him. We trust him with the darkness, the pain, the war the uncertainty and the fear. We trust him and that's how we sleep at night because we're in his hands. Whatever happens, we're in his hands and we can trust him with that. He's a faithful God. So one of the things that we have done uh, is bring you the truth, the truth on um, the shots, the truth on what medical health really looks like and we have counterbalanced the narrative on mainstream media that has been lying to you. And in fact, Dr. Bonnie Henry, Dr. Teresa Tam, me being from British Columbia here, and Dr. Teresa Tam, you know, lying to the entire country as she pushes more and more and more of these shots. It's appalling. And so we have relied on truth tellers. Those truth tellers Two of them are here today. So we have Dr. Mark Trozzi and Dr. Tess Lowry waiting in the wings. And I'd like to show you, first off, a, um, a short video 
on some of the things that they are coming together with, especially regarding the World Council for Health. Take a look. The World Council for Health and expert advisors are committed to bringing you the information you need to stay healthy and well. Do you know that bacterial DNA has been found in the messenger RNA vaccines? Do you know that this foreign DNA could instruct our bodies to make messenger RNA and foreign proteins? Do you know that a cancer-promoting SV40 genetic sequence has been found in the COVID-19 vaccines? Do you know these things have been confirmed in laboratories all over the world? Do you know that medical regulators know this and yet nothing has been done? Please join us for an urgent expert hearing on this critical topic with implications for all of humanity on Monday, the 9th of October. Dr. Tess Lowry and uh, Dr. Mark Trozzi, thank you for being here once again. Good friends of this show. We appreciate the truth that you're telling. Um, perhaps, um, Dr. Lowry, we can start with you women first, if that's okay, Mark. Uh, today, you're totally. the Trozzi, Trozzi sandwich. You're in the middle of the two blondes. <laughs> so hope your wife's okay you. with that. I don't know. Um, she's good. Yeah, she's great. Um, <laughs> Uh, tell us about this incredible venture, World Council for Health. We always want to know who we can trust and who we can be sure we're getting the right information from. Tell us about this amalgamation. Thanks, Laurelyn. Well, World Council for Health is an international grassroots initiative that uh, we, we, we're a coalition of uh, organizations from around the world now in, in more than 50, 50 countries. I think we're 220 plus and growing. And uh, we're really about creating a better way um, and uniting people and and uh, and groups around uh, a, a charter. It's called the Better Way Charter. And it's basically seven principles. You know, starting with we act in honor and do no harm. But we we um, we really are empowering health, freedom, and sovereignty. And we recognize that health and sovereignty are really interlinked. And you cannot have the one without the other. So. Uh, we're really educating people and uh, and working together with our our partners around the world to uh, to help people take responsibility for their health and their sovereignty. So, Dr. Trozzi, you as well, you've joined. Uh, you are um, on the steering committee for the World Council for Health, and uh, you're involved in a lot of different things. But what brings you to um, this place where uh, another organization that is being put forward that, you know, hopefully uh, people will be able to find solace, comfort, and good information from. What has brought you here? Well, an invitation quite some time ago. And, and really, um, I think people that have been following my work are, are probably aware, but the World Council for Health has been central um, and is actually I would say the organization where I put the most of my time and heart into our work together, um, because we really are the cutting edge uh, of of medical health science, but honest truth. Uh, we follow the truth where it leads, and as as Tess said, we we're strong believers in human rights. We're strong believers in the rule of law, and what we've seen over the last few years is absolute lawlessness and violation of human rights using the excuse of human health 
Um, and so, you know, Tess was one of the champions who stood up against us early on, uh, you know, with um, she was one of the, the, the most strongest proponents in the world for releasing proper treatment for COVID-19 with ivermectin. Um, there's a famous, uh, a famous film for many of us called The Letter to Andrew Hill, where you can see the contrast between Tess Laurie, MD, PhD, thoroughly qualified scientist, but she wasn't selling out. She stood up for the people at all costs. And there you can see the contrast with, between her and, and another scientist, for instance, who pocketed a lot of money and a lot of people died as a result. So, so when Tess and others leaders reached out to me because of the work we were doing here in Canada, and I was already working with you, Laura Lynn, and asked me to become involved, I was thoroughly honored. And it's actually been, uh, despite how crazy the times are and you know so many apocalyptic things on the earth right now, being a part of the World Council for Health is really a highlight of my life in many ways. So some things have really come out, um, some more information about these shots. And could you tell us uh, what some of the latest findings and latest science uh, that, that is coming to light, uh, Dr. Tess? To understand how COVID vaccines actually work or supposed to work. Uh, and then I'll leave it to Mark to tell you about the new findings because he chaired a panel uh, this week to uh, discuss these, these new findings. So the, uh, the COVID vaccines are totally new type of vaccine and perhaps many people know this who are listening, but I'm hoping there are people who don't know this who are now tuning in and realizing there's something not quite right with these vaccines. Um, they're not normal traditional sorts of vaccines which which contain a, a, a piece of a protein a piece of a, a bacteria or virus and uh, and uh, it's inactivated or dead or in the case of tetanus it's a toxin uh, and it goes into the arm your body makes antibodies and and cells to it and uh, and then you have some immunity established or so it's supposed to so 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 we're told but these new ones are actually a genetic they're genetic materials. So it's like genetic materials like a recipe to make something in the body, to make a protein. And um, and so this the new vaccines, um, so mRNA or the 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 other sort uh, with DNA, they actually contain this uh, trillions of copies of this recipe that go into the body. They uh, surrounded by a little lipid, a fatty, a fatty lipid. Uh, and uh, globule, and they, they are transported into the cells, and in the body cells, they make, they, they, they make spike proteins. So they use the cells apparatus to make, uh, to make their protein, which is spike protein, and which is what we know to cause a lot of the symptoms of, of COVID. You know, they, the spike protein is what people were having with COVID that was making them unwell. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense to use uh, a piece of genetic material or recipe that actually turns one's body into a spike protein factory. Uh, and so this is what we've been concerned about right from the get-go because there was never the evidence to support the use of these very, very novel therapies, gene therapies and calling them vaccines, and they weren't properly safety tested because you have to, it takes at least 10 to 15 years to, to test a gene therapy, let alone a vaccine. A vaccine takes at least 10 years to be developed. So there was never the groundwork done on these vaccines. And now we've heard something even more concerning. And I'm going to leave that to Mark to share with you. Oh, Go thanks, ahead, Dr. Tess. <clears throat> so, so as Tess said, you know, these 
injections as they were were very concerning. You know, genetic material supposed to be messenger RNA, and messenger RNA is what is it's copies of information that are taken from your DNA out to your cells, as Tess said, to make protein. In this case, to make the toxic spike protein, which is crazy in and of itself to do that. But uh, back in uh, approximately February, January, February of this year, Kevin McKernan, a scientist in the USA, uh, genetically sequenced um, some samples looking for the messenger RNA. And he made a shocking discovery and what he found was about 35% of the approximately 40 trillion copies of genetic code, that about 30 to 35% was actually DNA. That's the kind of stuff in our nucleuses. And not only was there DNA that contained the genetic sequence for the toxic spike protein, but in addition, there were multiple other sequences. Most concerning was a sequence derived from the SV40 or the simian virus 40, which is uh, a very nefarious virus uh, for harms and cancer in humans. And the presence of this SV40 sequence, even if one was, I guess, wild and reckless enough to believe in the mRNA shots, but the SV40 sequence has no purpose there. But what does it do, what is the big risk of it? Well, it has two big risks. One is the capacity to carry that DNA into the nucleus of the human cells and permanently genetically modify people by incorporating the foreign DNA, the multiple sequences there in to the genome. And as well, the SV40 sequence is known to be a great risk for cancer. So this adds another layer of cancer risk to these injections. And it also is, is giving us more concerns and insights into why so many people have been injured by these vaccines. And a lot of great practitioners, a lot with the World Council for Health, have been treating the spike protein poisoning disease. Um, we have a spike protein detox guide at the World Council for Health. But what we're finding is the symptoms keep coming back. The symptoms keep coming back. We have autopsies of people who die a year after the injection. And when you do the proper studies on their tissue, you see this spike protein poison there, which is, of course, the, the mechanism of about 95% of the harms from these injections. So we've been looking at different reasons. Why is it hanging around so long? I mean, the messenger RNA that they put in there is very artificial. Instead of lasting 10 minutes like a normal messenger RNA, it's lasting weeks, months, we don't know. But now we may have the answer to why people continue to poison their own body is that there's actually DNA plasmids in there those DNA plasmids can hang around and keep making the messenger RNA and therefore keep making the protein. But there's literally sequence there that has no other purpose, but has the ability to incorporate it permanently into people, perhaps permanently modify their children and to help cancer grow. It is an atrocity. And now this isn't just one lab. There are more than half a dozen labs around the world that have repeated this experiment now. And when people have time, you're really going to want to look, go to the homepage of the World Council for Health.org. Right at the top, you'll see an icon for this panel. It'll bring you to the page. This video hearing, which is four hours, but there is no time wasted. There was Christoph Plotha, another member of the steering committee, an excellent health scientist, and myself chairing it. We had seven top scientists and one lawyer, including, as you can see there, Brian Bridal, Sukrat Bhakti, Peter McCullough, um, 
just an all-star lineup of truth-telling high-end scientists from Europe, from Canada, from the USA. Um, and so this is, this is the news. It's tough news, but denial is never the solution to anything. And we're staring this straight in the face. And the other implication of this is this is so criminal that it is unbelievable. I mean, these shots must be stopped immediately. And I know we issued, the World Council for Health issued a cease and desist notice in December 2021. And there was plenty of reasons for it. But now it is right off the deep end um, of, of fraud and assault to stick a needle of this stuff into anybody. It's so shocking, uh, Dr. Tess, that, um, that our, our public officials, our medical experts, so to speak, the people that Canada is relying on, the people that the United States is relying on to give you the truth about what you should be doing in the middle of a pandemic and you know subsequent uh variants of you know covid that that this information is out there and and we're still being told to vaccinate our children yeah i'd i'd like to actually postpone the why question in a way because i feel that something else is needed uh and that is some reassurance for the public uh, you know, obviously, it's very worrying to hear that there's these vaccines have not been properly made. It seems even if it was a quality control issue and that they've got these this bacterial DNA in is very concerning. But I think it's really important for people to a realize it's not their fault because informed consent was certainly not possible with uh, with, I'm, I'm talking about it's not one's fault if one has taken these injections. Uh, you know, please do not blame yourself because uh, you, it's impossible to have received informed consent uh, when one when there is so much uncertainty about what's even in the vials. So, you know, these are genetically modified organism products, GMO products, and they should have gone through a completely. Uh, uh, well, they should have gone through a GMO regulatory process, and that's another factor. Plus, there seems to be this level of contamination. So, uh, so informed consent was not possible, and there's now the grounds. Certainly, following this expert hearing, there's the grounds for legal action, and so hopefully, there's some reassurance in that now that there is sufficient proof for all the people who have been calling for an end to these COVID vaccines. There's now sufficient proof to absolutely unequivocally um, take legal action against anybody promoting, administering, manufacturing these harmful injections. But and also I just beyond that, mm -hmm. sorry, just, just to say, you know, um, if I could just say, if it's not clearly obvious, please do not take any more of these injections. And, um, and uh, there are things that one can do. And it certainly doesn't mean that everybody is going to get sick. It's, um, it's really, there are things that one can do to detox and we have a detox guide. There are others also that have suggestions for detoxing. And, um, and we you know, suggest certainly I would be, uh, be looking to detox from the spike proteins and so on and get super healthy. You know, it's the best thing you can do. It's, it's a kind of a wake up call to get healthy now and, um, and really, you know, optimize one's health and look into alternative ways of getting healthy and nutrition um, and and that sort of thing, rather than going for the for the allopathic uh, drug pill route, which has led us down so badly. Right, and I just want to point everyone to you write about all of this on your Substack.
and it is uh, uh, right here on the screen, everyone. Dr. Tess Lowry and Substack.com. Um, this is very important to get out. Do you feel that this is the reason that we're all hearing that people are getting turbo cancers? Might this be the link to the uptick in turbo cancers being reported by Dr. Mackis and others that are sounding an alarm? Llewellyn, there's not just one mechanism. There's so many different mechanisms of uh, potential ways to cause harm or to to uh, induce cancer. One of the speakers, Dr. Yancy Lindley, she pointed out uh, nine different ways, potential ways. So there's many different ways, and and not least of all, um, no, uh, to 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 um, avoid getting cancer, you want to have a robust immune system, and unfortunately, these. COVID injections actually, um, because they keep one's body constantly making the spike protein and your body is constantly having to fight uh, to clear the spike protein and making all the antibodies, it, it weakens the immune system. So people who, you know, who, um, who I, I'm sure you're aware there are lots of um, uh, autoimmune conditions that are coming up, inflammatory conditions, and um, the immune system uh, in many people is really struggling. So that would in itself would lend itself to to um, cancer. So what what we're really suggesting that people do is take steps to boost their immune systems and uh, and to clear out spike protein. Right. And uh, Dr. Trozzi, one of the recent uh, broadcasts that we did, you have you know an, an incredible information about the value of um, fasting. Actually, is is very good for you, along with things like natokinase and other different things that you promote on your uh, website. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, a lot of this has come from the cooperation of scientists and, and uh, physicians and other healthcare providers around the world, really working uh, through the World Council for Health. We have a health science committee. Um, in fact, if you look at the, on my website on drtrozzi.org, you find the spike protein detox video series that I've been working on, three videos are there. But when you look at the, uh, if you look in the first one, one of the things you'll note is I, is I provide a, um, the download of a research paper that was done by Tess Lori, Matthew Helma, and was it Christoph Plota, I think. Uh, please forgive me, fellow scientists, if I got one name wrong. And that really, um, was in mapping out the, the full spectrum of what are our options, what things can we do. So we're going to stay at the front edge of this, uh, both all the partner organizations like drtrozzi.org, but the World Council for Health is going to stay at the front edge of this. And um, we, we continue to meet regularly. We're tapped into the science. So we're not just looking for the problems. We're also helping to deliver the solutions. Yeah, well, it's very valuable because, uh, you know, for a large uh, majority of us, we've lost complete faith in the medical establishment. And I'm wondering for you personally, Dr. Tess, uh, Lori, um, ha have you had to really look at this, you know, the entire medical, um, you know, platform and go, what happened? Like, how did we get here where the truth is not being told to the majority yeah, of people? It's been quite a sharp, uh, it was quite a shock 
at the beginning of, you know, of 2020, just to realize that there were no evidence-based strategies being, um, being, uh, being used. My background is in not only as a medical doctor, but as a research and a research consultant. And I used to uh, evaluate bodies of evidence for the World Health Organization to help them make recommendations. And, uh, you know, and I'd prepare the documents, the clinical practice guidelines. So when COVID came along and there was no, um, you know, no evidence-based strategies, um, it was very, very worrying, and and I and I did kind of wake up very quickly when I, especially when I when I, I got firsthand experience with corruption of of a colleague, and so um, and so you know it's it's really clear that the the uh, the, the biopharmaceutical or complex or the, the you know the, there's such corruption throughout it's absolutely endemic that uh, we can't even trust the childhood vaccines now it's clear that there's that's just vac the vaccine industry is just a license to print money and uh, and you know we really do urge parents to take back responsibility and control of their children's health and not outsource it uh, and rather wait it's much safer to wait if you get letters saying come for vaccines or nasal vaccines or flu vaccines or any sorts of vaccines for your children i urge you rather to exercise caution and uh, and not uh, and not um, subject your children to any medical interventions until there is full disclosure and transparency around these these uh, not only the COVID vaccines but all vaccines because there is um, really building evidence from independent scientists of the harms that have been caused with these very intensive childhood vaccination schedules. And this is, we're talking asthma, autism, allergies, and more, you know, pneumonia, otitis media, uh, chronic inflammatory bowel diseases, and so on. So it's really time for parents to just say, I'm not, you know, just, just stop now. Enough is enough. And, uh, and let's, you know, get back to nature and uh, and uh, natural immunity and and stop putting these poisons into our bodies into our children's bodies i'm sickened by it all you know it was just this year that i realized i mean i've had lifelong asthma i almost died as a baby from asthma my parents don't have asthma and i was thinking you know i've always just thought oh yeah like somehow i just got the asthma gene or something but really i was finally able to go I got shots all the way in Uganda, East Africa, where I was born. I was getting the baby shots. They've, they've put this out across the world and the incidents, you know, of uh, all kinds of things that have now risen um, inexplicably. And so we just need to stop vaccinating our kids and, and uh, other doctors such as Dr. Peter McCullough calling for things like this as well. Um, what have we done? Our, uh, I remember a doctor, uh, Brian Artis was saying how perfectly we're formed, how, uh, you know, we come out as a, this beautiful baby and then somehow, I guess, we think God just didn't get it quite right. So we we shoot into into the babies, you know, something that they really don't need. Um, Dr. Trozzi, would you say that uh, we're making headway in getting the information out through the World um, Council for Health that people are getting smarter and that the uptake on the next boosters will be down. What do you think? Well, yeah, I, I think 100 percent. I think the, the, the uptake is down. Um, I would be tragically shocked if we don't see criminal proceedings in the next little while after the uh, exposure of the DNA contamination. 
Um, but, you know, if you look at the injection uptake, you know, where, for instance, in Canadians, you know, whether or not it's true, it's hard to know it's Stats Canada anymore, but, you know, 80 plus percent of people subjecting themselves to the first couple of shots. And now, you know, you're getting the uptake down to 10%. Um, and unfortunately, we're still seeing, if you look at the excess mortality data, unfortunately, what we're seeing is that though the taking of shots is slowed down a lot, the dying is still accelerating. And that's a sign of the prolonged effect of these injections. And that isn't that shouldn't be the reason for us to all just bury our head. That's the reason for us to deal with it. Like you said, you know, the use of intermittent fasting, the use of natokinase, the use of really a plethora of things that, you know, you can find at drtrosy.org. You're going to find it in the spike protein detox guide that we have at the World Council for Health. And um, you're going to find that, you know, Tess has been at the front edge of that research as well. Wow. You know, um, Dr. Tess and uh, Dr. Trozy, I'm find there's we have this tweet of all of the things. Uh, can you verify this? Uh, so this is by a doctor. Um, his name is Dr. David Cartland, but I'll just tell you some of the things he's saying. So he's contacted um, Poison Control, <laughs> and oh my word! So so uh, by Iris figures um, here are just some vaccine ingredients: formaldehyde, uh, beta propiolectone. Hexa, I'm sure you guys can all say this. It's this one. Hexacyclomethylammonium bromide. Yeah, it's a <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Aluminum hydroxide, uh, thermosyl mercury, you know. So all of these ingredients that I guess are... Oh, so this one, fetal bovine serum harvested from cow fetuses taken from pregnant cows after slaughter. Yeah, the um, next one's even more shocking, aborted fetal cells. Oh, human, human. Yes, right there, yeah. human it's deployed. Almost too, it's almost too unbelievable. You know, when one does, uh, men, you know, mention, I tend not to mention that they, they are derived from uh, aborted fetal cells because it's just too unbelievable. People can't, you know, get their head around that. So, um, and also this uh, SV40 that you've been talking about, if you go back to the the thing, African green monkey kidney cells. So this is exactly what you guys are outlining. And uh, I just, you know, I'm very grateful that on your World Council for Health, you've got resources here. You've got everyone, please, worldcouncilforhealth.org. You can go there and you can begin to understand some of the, the things that we're up against. And uh, in the last few minutes, if there's anything that uh, you'd like to express that you want the public to know because this is how the public actually gets the truth um, is through you guys. Yeah, I would um, I would like to speak a little bit about the why and the who. Yes. Um, the World Health Organization is being positioned to to be the dictator of international health policy and they're calling it health security you know so um this is actually not you know COVID was not about a pandemic it was uh, it was about control and about setting up this centralized um system of power called it a one world government uh, so the health security uh thing involves two things it involves the COVID vaccines and it involves um, surveillance 
in order to get this concentration of power, they need both, and both are basically unregulated technologies. We've got the unregulated medical technologies, these new vaccines that uh, have never been used before and have not been properly tested, never been never been used in, in human beings. And then there's this unregulated 5G radio frequency uh, technology and beyond that, um, and both of these are military grade technologies. We've learned that the the COVID, um, call it a virus, was, was a result of gain of function research most likely, um, may have been leaked from a lab, may have been, uh, you know, leaked on purpose. And um, and so we have, um, you know, what we have is really um, uh, a, a very, um, uh, you know, a very evil and dangerous sort of um, uh, coup d'etat that's that's in progress. And so I think what, what's important for people to realize is that it's not just um, it's not just about vaccines and it's not a mistake and it's not just corruption. It's not just about money. There's an ideology that goes with this and it requires the the radio frequency technologies um, and the and this rapid digitalization you know with the the vaccine passports cbdc's and so on it needs all of that the cameras in the supermarkets and in your street and in your neighborhood the the cell phone masks it needs all of that in order to implement this this um this plan this agenda to that you know that we will have nothing and be happy and all of that and be be chipped and tagged like cattle so um so you know from our point of view we are are really trying to signpost people the way out of this cage and the way out of the system we have a new campaign called the great free set which we encourage people to subscribe to it really um is it's quite a, a joyful campaign um our philosophy is there's a better way and we don't have to accept dystopia we don't have to accept these these uh, megalomaniac agendas we can actually take back our power and uh, and set ourselves free so uh, it's a it's a it's a challenge. Every two weeks, you get a, a, an email to say uh, there's a beginner's sort of thing, and there's a, there's an advanced challenge, and uh, it's just uh, to help us extract ourselves from this system that's uh, designed to make us into a product of the fourth industrial revolution. And I do hope that people will will look at that. Um, it's that's the great freeset.org. Um, and the other thing that we're doing, which I think is very important for people to, to know, is that World Council for Health is establishing country councils. So every country will have its own country council. So we are decentralizing our structure and, uh, and each country council will be totally autonomous, will make its own policies, will establish its integrative health centers. So it's not just allopathic um health and allopathic medicine it will be health centers that incorporate a range of uh holistic um therapies that that uh you know you don't have to just wait until you've got some disease and then prepare to be on drugs the rest of your life um it's about taking responsibility for health beforehand and using a, a range of of uh integrative uh holistic traditional uh, uh, options and there's a there's a, such a huge range of of different um, treatments and modalities that one can take before one gets very very ill, 
and um, chronically ill. And so we, we're really encouraging people to take back both their, their responsibility for their health and also their sovereignty. Um, and and um, so I do hope that people will look at our website, look at the resources. And there's also um, on the website, the Get Involved page. So there's there's uh, so many resources, leaflets and things that you can share with your with your friends or, or those people who maybe are not quite on the same page as you. They're very gentle resources. Uh, actually, I actually have a couple here I can just show you. So, um, so this one, for example, um, is, you know, if you're worried about the COVID vaccine or spike protein, don't worry, there are solutions. So very gentle things. We have um, other sorts of leaflets with, um, uh, a, a, you know, what to do about spike protein. And then we have policy briefs for politicians and those leaders who are prepared to engage in what really is going down. Um, for example, this one on um, rejecting monopoly power over global public health. So, um, you know, so I do, there's such a wealth of resources on the website. And lastly, sorry, I just remembered, uh, we have a live Monday um, session that's called Better Way Live, and that's where you can really hear um, the experts talking about a range of things. This Monday, we we're speaking about CBDCs, central bank digital currencies. We have two wonderful experts and, uh, and our steering committee members host those meetings each Monday, and they're really fun. Um, we usually end uh, on a very upbeat note, so you don't need to worry about joining us and, uh, and feeling sad. So there you okay, go. Okay, and, and Better Way Live, that would be on which, uh, which website? Better Way Live is on the World Council for Health website in the in, newsroom. So you just go the to the newsroom, newsroom same yep. time every week. Yeah, the same time every week. And you'll see the lovely Dr. Mark Trozzi there or Shabnam Paleso Muhammad or Reverend Dr. Lee Wai Ching or, you know, so, or Christoph Plath. So there's... It's always um, it's always a very friendly space to be, and uh, when you tune in there, you're with friends, and you can chat in the newsroom as well. It's Those wonderful. Are examples of some. I really appreciate, mm -hmm. yeah, Doctor Tess, that you're actually covering um, you're covering the like different uh, thing, not just the medical, but you know this digital ID and all of it. That is a huge agenda. It's all combined. It's like puzzle pieces, Doctor Trozzi. Um, Yes, your final word today. Well, <clears throat> I think I'd kind of like to speak to the doctors and the nurses in the world and in the country um, because there's been an awful lot. In fact, if you look at the way the people manipulating and abusing humanity work is they divide and conquer, they divide us. You know, they, they try to divide us into the vaccinated and unvaccinated, the conservatives and liberals, uh, Palestinians and Israelis, et cetera, et cetera. And generally what I've learned is that when you look at the top of the administrative organizations, like the World Health Organization, you look at the people manipulating all of us, there's the enemy. We're not each other's enemies. And I've, I've had the opportunity to spend some time recently with some of the doctors that stayed in the system, uh, were lied to, um, probably a lot of them very busy doing something else. I just, today I was with a, a wonderful orthopedic surgeon and I'm going to get him some natokinase and things like that because, you know, they were told, Hey, there's this disease. Don't worry. The world health organization, top experts are telling us what to do. It's unlike thing, anything we've ever seen, uh, put on the mask, socially distance, 
etc. Ivermectin doesn't work. Hydroxychloroquine doesn't work. Take the shot. It's safe. It's effective. It's a vaccine. The only way out of this is the vaccine. That mental abuse was put on everybody, including the doctors. Okay. So uh, I want to reach out really to, to the doctors in Canada, all around the world. If you were injected with this stuff, you were lied to and you were assaulted because by no means would an, uh, any reasonable doctor sign up for an injection of genetic material contaminated with DNA, including SV40 cancer promoting sequences to be genetically modified so that you would eternally poison yourself and damage your immune system. So those of us who kind of have pioneered the revolution against this madness, we're your friends. We love you too. Uh, and it, it's time for you guys to go ahead, recognize what's been done, shed a few tears, get on the detoxification programs yourself, refuse to participate in any more of this, and let's turn our attention united against the real perpetrators who really have manipulated the world. It's a much shorter list. We do not need a war on this planet where millions of people fight against millions of people. There are some handfuls of people and maybe a few thousand accomplices that need to be brought to justice. And we've got to restore the kind of world that Dr. Laurie's talking about, a better way, a better world, sovereignty, human rights, rule of law, real health. Um, so that, that would be my, clo my closing message. And as always, thank you so much for everything you're doing, Laura Lynn. I can't wait to be with you October 28th in Whitby, Ontario. The, the collection of experts you're bringing together, this is going to be exceptional. It is. It's, it's going to be absolutely wonderful. And thank you for on your uh, website promoting the event. October 28th, everyone, 2023. You can hear Dr. Trozzi live and in person. And uh, we've definitely got to get Dr. Tess on the uh, lineup for the next one and book her as well. So there's lots more to do. We're in an epic war. Thank you for being frontliners and being generals in this army to bring the truth because it's terrifying actually for those of us. We have no medical training or experience and we rely on folks like you to tell us the truth. And I, you know, I've had so many people say, well, how do you know who to believe? And I say, well, I believe the people that aren't getting paid to give people shots. I believe in the people that are actually losing uh, their, you know, reputations, credentials, shouting from the, the rooftops that we've got a problem. And you have paid such a high price. And I pray that everything that you've lost comes back to both of you and that everything that is true sets you free one day and vindicates you on this path. You have been epic in our journey. And uh, we appreciate you both so very, very much. Thank you for the time you've given us today. Thank you, Laura Lynn. Thank you. Thank you. See you again. Absolutely wonderful. Um, <clears throat> I'm personally very relieved that there is courage in the land, that there are champions. And that's why we called uh, what's coming up October 28th, the era of champions, because we sure need champions. What is a champion? Someone who does not allow fear to stop them. Someone who does not allow a bribe or money to shape the course of their agenda. Someone who does not bow to the establishment of control and tyranny. That's a champion. 
Someone who speaks the truth no matter what the cost is. That is the kind of people that will be there on October 28th, talking about many different topics. It's not just about medicine or the shots. It's about what we're facing. God help us all. So I appreciate that uh, we are here. I did want to, JT, if we just go back to this, uh, if I, did I pop up that text? I want to let you all know that this is kind of interesting that this Dr. David Cartland, he gathered all vaccine ingredients into a list and contacted poison control. (laughs) Why don't we all do it? Why don't we all make that call to poison control and say, hey, listen, I just, uh, I found out that this is what's in the shots and I'm kind of concerned about that because hey, my uncle took it. Hey, I took it, you know, well, whatever the story is that you have. And um, so he says, my question to you is, how are these ingredients categorized? He's asking poison control. You can just see their, you know, what they're going through as he's asking this. Um, As benign or poison, I ran a few ingredients, formaldehyde, tween 80, mercury, aluminum, phenozec, potassium phosphate, sodium phosphate, sorbitol, etc. Um, and so this person says, well, that's quite a list, but I'd have to easily say that they're all toxic to humans used in fertilizers, pesticides, to stop the heart, to preserve a dead body. They're registered with us in different categories, but pretty much poisons. Why? Um, me, so this is the doctor says, if I were deliberately to feed or inject my child with these ingredients, often as a schedule, obviously I'd put my daughter in harm's way, but what would legally happen to me? Uh, well, that's an odd question, says the poison control person, but you'd likely be charged with criminal negligence, perhaps with intent to kill. And of course, child abuse, your child would be taken away from you. Do you know of someone who's doing this to their child? This is criminal. Me an industry. These are the ingredients used in vaccines with binding agents to make sure the body won't flush these out to keep the antibody levels up indefinitely. The man was beside himself. He asked if I would email him all of this information. He wanted to share it with his adult kids who are parents. He was horrified and felt awful. He didn't know his kids are vaccinated and they have health issues. No kidding. So here's the list. So JT, are we able to stick this uh, tweet into the description for everyone to be able to find? Um, I, I'd like to keep this handy myself. I am gonna, I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna just share this right now. Love and share. Uh, repost, do I wanna do a quote? Mm. I'm going to say, I think you should know. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny, is it? Like they've literally taken these ingredients. That's what's in the vaccines. And we've been injected with them. And someone from poison control is alarmed and dismayed. And can you send that to me? Because I need to, you know, let my family know. And I have injected my children. Fantastic. Wow. All right. We're posting now. Twitter tweets live. So you'll know exactly when we did this show. New show format. (laughs) Right. Okay. 
Uh, so thank you very much, everyone. Love you all. Um, keep, on, keep an eye on what's going on with your finances. Um, if any of you would like to invest in gold or silver, please do so. We recommend Steve Merrill at Sun City Silver Gold. Um, you can reach him at Sovereignize at ProtonMail.com. We're, we're urging you to be vi vigilant with what's happening and also to pay a lot of attention. Uh, mark this on one of your go-tos, World Council for health.org. All right. And I do have a quick share on that. So you can see this is kind of what it looks like. All kinds of information. They're talking about uh, the great preset, um, the monopoly of power in favor of a better way. They're talking about digital ID. They're talking about the entire agenda that we know is coming down the pipe. And keep yourself abreast of all of that. And of course, one of the ways you can do that is by staying with us and uh, watching this show every day. Our website is lauralynn.tv. If you are able to help us to do what we do, we would appreciate it. Um, it means a lot. So if you get your information here and you're able to just send us, you know, uh, a few bucks, that would be wonderful. You just go to the donate page and you, you hit it and you can become a monthly sponsor. If you would like to help us monthly, that would be fantastic. You know, just 40 bucks a month, 50 bucks a month. We have people that are able to help us with more or less. We appreciate it. It makes a difference to our budget. It helps us to not be worried about finances because this is all that we do. Uh, this is what we do because we're called to do it and we trust God for our finances. You also get an income tax receipt because we bring the power of the word of God and the living God into everyday life to help us to get us through the tough times. Now, if you would like to send a email transfer, that would be to lauralynnlive at protonmail.com. And we love it and appreciate it. It's so easy. lauralynnlive at protonmail.com. And also, if you have, uh, if you are able to send snail mail, box 48184, New Westminster, BC, V3M0A7. And love getting mail. When you, when you get mail, it's kind of special because usually, you know, you send a little note with that and it's nice. We love you. We thank you for standing with us. I want to end today uh, by leaving you with something. Mm. In Jeremiah 5, verse 5, it says, So I will go to the leaders. Jeremiah had a tough job. I had to talk to all these people that didn't want to hear from him because a lot of the times he was doom and gloom. He was saying, you're under the judgment of God. People didn't want to talk to him and his life was in danger and they hated him. They threw, threw things at him. So I will go to the leaders and speak to them. Surely they know the way of the Lord, the requirements of their God. But with one accord, they too had broken off the yoke and torn off the bonds. I don't know what's happened to leadership, but we have lost our way. In the United States and in Canada, I cannot seem to find, uh, you know, anyone who's willing to speak out loud. Um, certainly an elected official talking about the ways of God. Even though our Charter of Rights and Freedoms starts with, you know, under the supremacy of God and the rule of law, the supremacy of God. That's like, is that just a blah, blah, blah term? No, it's 
It's the supremacy of God. And who is it? It's the Christian God, as Brian Peckford said. Brian Peckford said they were all Christians. There was no thought on what God they were talking about. It was assumed. It was a given that under the supremacy of the Christian God, the great Jehovah, that we, we have our rights and freedoms. And the leaders, surely they know the way of the Lord. They've heard about it. But in our countries, they do not follow it. We have Biden and Trudeau that will not honor God by the protection of the unborn. We do not have any party that will protect the unborn in Canada. At least the Republicans fight for life and in fact have seen great strides with many, many states in the U.S. not, um, not offering abortion. So you can protect at least your state gets some protection from God because his judgment will be removed from that state, right? Great states, Florida, different places. But in Canada, not even the conservative party will stand to defend the unborn. We all know Pierre Polyev's probably getting in, but what does it say? What does God think? What does God think about our nation and the way that it has turned away? Well, in the old days, this is what Jeremiah prophesied to the leaders who had in one accord broken off the bonds of what they believed in. He said, therefore, a lion from the forest will attack them. A wolf from the desert will ravage them. How many nations in this world do you know that have turned away from the true power of the living God, the great Jehovah? How many nations are so secular? They deny, they have a form of godliness, but they deny the power. How many nations, when there's trouble, they try to solve it with their own ways or their own backroom deals, receiving bribes? How many nations are not truly turning to God in a time of trouble? Well, in the Old Testament, as in the New Testament days, God wants us to turn to him. And if we do not, there is a price to pay. But may we be blessed as the remnant. God bless you all. Take care. You know, it's not easy to deliver the truth of what our sick world is doing but for some of us, we feel that we have no choice. Because if we are silent about these abominable things, then we are letting evil go unchecked, and we cannot do that. For those of you wonderful people who are writing me and are sharing your encouragement, I am deeply grateful. Thank you for all the letters that you've been sending. Thank you for the donations and the support. I found out that in order to speak the truth, you have to become very, very strong. If you would go to my website at www.lauralyn.tv, you'll find all of the ways that you can contact me. Remember, my friends, all is well. All is well. Thanks for joining me today.